Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hola mujer, welcome to the Fearless Mujer podcast. I'm Micaela, the voice behind the mic and the creator of this podcast. I'm the author of the book, Dear Fearless Mujer, You Were Created for More, where I share my raw journey of healing, finding my voice, and true identity. Amiga, I'm truly on a mission to empower Latinas everywhere to know that their setbacks, pain, trials, and heartache cannot stop them from stepping into their God-given purpose. On this podcast, I'll empower you to let go of your limiting beliefs so you can step into your confidence and never have to dim your light again. Girl, this is your space to shine. No matter what season of life you find yourself in, here you'll be equipped with tools that will help you heal, accomplish your goals, and dream big so you can impact those around you. And if you've been looking for your tribe, well, you just found it. Girl, just like you, I'm a busy mujer. I'm balancing life, marriage, motherhood, and business. One cup of cafecito at a time. But I also know that being in community is so powerful. The Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast, it's a sisterhood. And together we'll dive into this journey of life, motherhood, business, and whatever else you got going on. So you ready? Grab your cafecito and let's do this. girl welcome to this monday motivation episode of the fearless mujer so excited that you're here thank you for joining me for another cup of virtual cafecito hey if this is your first time listening to this podcast welcome i'm micaela i am the voice and the host of this podcast i am also the founder of fearless mujer empowerment coaching and i truly love to see women follow their dreams, and step into their life's purpose. So if you're new, welcome. Hey, listen, I want to let you know, if you didn't know, girl, I am having an in-person party. You probably know because you've seen me post it, and I've been talking about it like almost all the time. (laughs) But I'm having an in-person party. It is going to happen this Saturday August 20th from 1 to 3 p.m. And it's happening in Fort Worth, Texas at Selfie World, which is pretty cool. It is an interactive selfie museum with interactive rooms where you can take pictures. They're so cute. Let me just say, if you're following me on IG at the Fearless Mujer Podcast, you probably saw that I did uh, like a quick live and it's so funny because I had stuff in my hands, so it was kind of shaky, but you know, I went with it anyway. You guys know, like I, there ain't no shame in my game. Like sometimes things don't come out perfect. I'm not trying to, you know, strive to be perfect or impress anyone. I'm just being me and I'm human. And so if you notice, it was shaky. Thank you for your grace. (laughs) But uh, so it's really going to be such an amazing time. Let me tell you, I've been working behind the scenes. I have some 
really cool cafecito mugs. I've got a swag bag ready to go for you guys. I am going to have some light snacks for you so that you can, you know, have something to snack on. And we're going to have some cafecito, some in-person cafecito. It's probably going to be iced cafecito, but that's all good. Um, But also, I'm going to have a live DJ, so it's going to be really cool. And if you notice, my voice got squeakier. That's really what happens when I get excited. But I cannot wait because it is my first in-person party slash event, and it's just going to be fun. My son's actually going to help me with the books. For those of you who want to give some to a friend or you want to purchase one for yourself, uh, it's going to be so fun. You know, if you've ever been to Cafecito and Amigas Night, I haven't had one this month because... I've been really busy and I'm kind of hoping that this party is like a in-person cafecito and amigas night. And I know it kind of sucks because, you know, some of you all can't come because you live not in Texas, (laughs) but we're having book club as well. So, you know, no matter what I'm doing, one of the core values of Fearless Mujer is community. It's sisterhood. I say it all the time. I don't say it just to hype it up, right? The Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast. It's a sisterhood. And there is no Fearless Mujer without you guys, honestly. So I'm grateful for you. I want to bless you guys. Uh, I want to just make sure that you are inspired and empowered. And I know it's back to school and things are crazy. And this is the best time to make time for yourself because you've heard me say this a lot, but we have to be intentional with our time. You know, we, we are going and going and as busy women, we wear a lot of different hats. We have a lot of responsibilities. How many of you guys know that us Latinas, we're real good at juggling things. So look, we have to be intentional with our time. So That being said, if you live an hour away, two hours away, three hours away, you want to make the drive. This is a two-hour party. But if you want to make the drive, I will have dinner with you after. We can split the check. I mean, come hang out. Bring your amiga. Bring your prima. It's going to be amazing. And we'll have a chance to really chat, have meaningful conversations. It's going to be a whole vibe. And it's going to be amazing. So, If you have not registered, please go to rebrand.ly forward slash book party 820. Book party is all capital letters and then the number 820. Uh, You can find the link in the show notes. So if you're like, um, you're always giving me links, I can't remember them. That's okay because you can go to the show notes and you will find it there. All right, guys. So I'm recording in my bedroom today. And if you hear any noise, it's probably my doggy or probably one of my kids. They're in the kitchen uh, grabbing some lasagna that I made. And so uh, if you hear the noise, you guys know, look, this is mom life. (laughs) But uh, that being said, if you cannot make it to the party, please come to the book club because that is also a virtual launch party. So you can go to rebrand.com. L-Y forward slash fearless book club, all capital letters. So this Thursday, which is the 18th of August, we are going to be on our second week of book club. And what we're doing really is we are going to talk about chapter two, and we're going to try to touch on chapter three and four. So last time we met, which was two weeks ago, 
Uh, some of the women, you guys did not have your books, and that was fine because we were able to just talk about the introduction, ask questions, things like that. Although I will say the first week was kind of deep because we were talking about healing and forgiveness. But uh, this time, we're going to talk about exposing the lies. And I just think, man, it's such a great topic. Like, seriously, so many times we're just kind of going, right? We're not even thinking about how sometimes we are believing lies and really living from a place of lies. So I can't wait to connect with you. And I can't wait to dive into this book with you. Why? Because I really believe that when we lock arms together as strong women, we just are stronger. We're unstoppable. And also, if you have not ordered your book, Dear Fearless Mujer, you were created for more. You can grab your copy on Amazon. If you already have it, girl, please do me a big favor. Leave me a review, please. That would mean so much to me and it would help the book become more visible. Uh, I gave quite a bit of books away and they're not verified purchases according to Amazon, obviously, because they didn't buy them there. So they couldn't leave me a review. But if you, if I gifted you a book, please do me a favor, go to my Facebook page, or you can email me or send me through uh, fearlessmuhat.com forward slash contact, send me a review. I'd love to post it and feature it, you know, feature it on my website and the blog. I would be so honored. Um, again, thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you so much. I truly do. Anyway. All right, guys. So what are we going to be talking about? Okay. Here's what I want to ask you. I want to talk about unraveling the lies because so many times we are believing lies about who we are, right? Just imagine that you could unravel the lies. What does it mean to unravel something? It means to undo something. It means to investigate and solve or explain something, something complicated or puzzling. So today's Monday motivation, okay? Every Monday, I am trying my best to really get real with you, get to the nitty gritty of things that we're going through, of things that we're struggling with. And one of the things is that so many of us are believing lies about who we are. We're believing lies. And that is the truth. And it's not until we get real and we confront the lies that we're believing and we get real with the fact that we are believing lies that we're able to free ourselves from these lies. So un there goes my doggy. <laughs> so unraveling the lies means to undo them, right? Or to investigate to investigate or solve or explain something, something complicated. So when you think about unraveling lies, you're literally investigating something complicated. You are solving or explaining something complicated. You're undoing it. If you have my book and you've been reading it, chapter two, Exposing the Lies, I talk about how weeds... The lies that we believe are like weeds. If you have ever, you know, gardened, you have a backyard, you've ever pulled weeds out of the ground, you know how hard that is. And if you don't get to the root, they come back, right? They suck the nutrients out of 
flowers, plants, all of it. So that's the same thing with the lies, right? But here's the thing. This is why I loved the last definition was investigating. Unraveling means investigating. Because here's the thing. If you are believing certain things about yourself that are negative, you've been believing them. Do you ever challenge what you think? Do you ever challenge the negative perspective that you may have about yourself or your life? If you never challenge it, then how do you know that it's true? Right? So one of the things that I teach my clients is, okay, if you're believing this negative thing, if you have this negative belief about yourself, this limiting belief, where did that come from? And is it actually true? Why is it that we accept something negative and we just kind of live through the lens of that negative thing? Have you ever thought about that? So here is what happens. A lot of times when we have not unraveled these lies that we are believing about who we are or about our life. What happens is that we are not free to be who we were created to be. Okay. We will not believe that we are capable to follow our goals and dreams. We will not believe that our purpose is greater. We will continue to hold on to the past pain and relive it over and over and just walk in half truths. So what happens when you expose the lies that you have been believing? Here's, first of all, if you're not aware that you are believing lies about who you are or about your life, then you won't ever have the opportunity to challenge a different perspective, a different thought pattern, or to have the opportunity to walk differently, right? To move differently, to think differently, to take different opportunities on. So really unraveling the lies you believe and freeing yourself from the lies you believe is going to help you stop seeking validation from those who are toxic. Because how many times do we seek validation from other people? But on top of that, we seek validation from people who are toxic. Why? Because when we have been around toxic people and in a toxic environment, it is what we know. It's what's familiar and it's how we thrive, right? That's why you see a lot of people that thrive through drama. And that's a whole other episode, right? That's a whole topic in itself. So When you unravel the lies that you believe, you unravel the lies that you've embraced, you unravel the things that were spoken over you that are negative, and you also will learn how to stop agreeing with certain things about you, certain things that you believe about yourself. And you give yourself permission to be who God created you to be. Okay, so when... You are walking in lies and in half-truths about who you are. What ends up happening is that your dreams are asleep. I won't say your dreams die, even though a lot of times we tend to believe that, oh, my dreams are dead. I don't have any dreams. No, your dreams are asleep. And it's not until you wake them up that you're able to truly begin to reignite the fire 
that was once lit inside of you because we've all had a spark inside of us. But at some point we go through a lot of things in life that cause us to just stay stagnant. If you remember, I was talking about moving, moving and flowing like the current in the river. Think about a river or water of any body of water, even the water in the faucet, but mostly I'm talking about like a river, the ocean, something like that. A river sometimes smooths, (laughs) a river sometimes moves slowly, right? Sometimes it'll just kind of move slowly and there's this current and it's flowing. So when we, when our word fire has been lit out, when our fire goes out, our spark goes out, we're not moving. We're not moving. The river moves. There's a current. There is a flow, a natural flow that it just goes. And if you ever, I'm one of those people that like, I love to hear the rain like at night. And I love to um, just like listen to water when it's flowing, right? Like the river, it feels so peaceful. And that's what I think about. And so that's what I want you to picture as I'm kind of diving into this. So another thing that happens when we do not unravel the lies that we have been believing about ourselves and our life is that we relive past pain. We really do. And you know what happens when you're reliving past pain? You're really mourning. You're mourning what should have been, what could have been, You're mourning what you could have had. You're mourning that person that's no longer in your life. And a lot of times the pain and the things that we've gone through cause us to hide, to dim our light because now we're reliving pain. And so we just don't want to show up for ourselves. We're reliving pain and we dim our light. And a lot of times we dim our light because people have hurt us People have said things and we fear what they think, but it's weird, right? It's like, it's kind of tormenting. We, we fear what people think, but then we want people to validate us. Just, just think about that. That don't even make sense. You fear what people think about you or what they're going to think, but then you're looking for their validation. That's crazy, isn't it? So here's what I want to say to you. You're not meant to dim your light. You're not meant to hide. And you're not meant to keep reliving and mourning your pain, what should have been, what could have been, okay? So I want to actually, first of all, what does it mean to mourn something? Mourn, mourn. (laughs) I have that Chicago accent, mourn. Uh, The expression of deep sorrow for someone who has died, typically involving involving following certain conventions, such as wearing black clothes, okay? Black clothes worn as an expression of grief when someone dies. So the definition I'm reading to you is describing the act of mourning, okay? So the act of mourning is expressing deep sorrow for someone who has died, okay? And then, of course, they talk about wearing black, okay? So what does it mean to mourn? to feel or show deep sorrow or regret for someone or their death. Feel regret or sadness about the loss or disappearance of something. Okay? So think about this. 
how many times, and I'm probably not talking to everybody today, but I'm talking to a couple of you. I know I'm talking to one person today, right? How many times have you mourned that relationship? It doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. It could be a family, somebody toxic, someone that you just had to cut off for whatever reason or whatever, right? So, or even a job, it could be a job. There's something that you're mourning. Man, okay, There's, uh, there was a family member that always used to say, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I should have done this. I shouldn't have done that. Like they were always thinking, I guess they were mourning when you think about it. That's what I'm describing. This person was mourning what the should have, the could have, the would have. How many people have you met like that, that are saying that? I could have done that if only I hadn't done that. Oh man, I would have done that if only that wouldn't have happened. Oh, I should have done that, right? Like they say it and it's such a fixed mindset, such a negative perspective. So how many times have you mourned the loss of something? How many times have you mourned something that did not happen? for you. Or maybe you're mourning the way that your life turned out or the choices that you made or some pain or a wound. You're still in a state of mourning. But my question is, how long have you been there? How long have you been there? How long have you been mourning? What has happened? I'm not talking about a death of someone. Let me clarify, okay? I'm not talking about the death of a person. I'm talking about mourning something in life because mourning, grieving is not just about death. So that's my question to you. It's Monday Motivation, girl. I'm here to motivate you not to sugarcoat anything. You know, I'm not about sugarcoating, putting band-aids on. No, we got to take those band-aids off, right? We have to take the band-aids off. So I want to share a scripture with you, okay? This is not a Bible study. It could be a Bible study, but it's not. (laughs) Hey, I could go deep into the word of God, okay? I, when I was in business school, I went to a Christian university. All of my assignments were applied from a biblical worldview, from a biblical perspective. I know quite a lot of the word, okay? I'm not here to push my beliefs, but I want to tell you today. Today is Monday Motivation. I want to encourage you. I want you to know that despite your past pain, despite what has happened, despite what looked ugly, despite what you're still mourning, despite the fact that you may still cry yourself to sleep at night, despite the fact that you wake up and you wonder if your life will ever get better, despite the fact that sometimes you have a hard time forgiving the mistakes that you made. I want you to know that there is still a purpose for your life and that out of the mess and out of the ugliness, There is beauty and God has something beautiful for you. So Isaiah 61, three, if you've ever been to Sunday school, if you've gone to church, if you've read the Bible, 
and maybe not, maybe you're like not a believer, but you've heard this scripture because it's, it's actually pretty popular. Okay. So before I read the scripture, I want to just give you a little bit of context here. This is not a Bible study again. I'm just giving you a little bit of context here. I'm a, I'm one of those people that I, I want to understand things. So I'm going to uh, just explain. So Isaiah was one of God's prophets and prophets had a unique assignment to really, really speak to a certain group of people and to speak a certain message that like a very specific message that God would put on their heart. So that is who Isaiah was, if you didn't know. And he really was there to instruct God's people to turn away from dis- from disobedience. And he was there to reveal to them that God was going to restore them, right? Um, but they had to turn away from their disobedience. So Isaiah 61, three says, and I'm reading the NIV. If you have a Bible, it's the new international version and provide for those who grieve in Zion to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called Oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. So, my the first thing i want to talk to you about is we talked about mourning right so let me clarify this too zion was a place where god's people were and in the old testament of the bible um the easternmost of the two hills of ancient jerusalem that's kind of where it it was like a site right in the capital so when we when we're talking about Zion here, it's really it's really the church of God, right? And the people were mourning corruption, perversion, abuse, just a lot of things that were happening, right? And so they were mourning that. They were they were seeing this, they were mourning it. And so I'm just kind of giving you a little bit of context. So as they were mourning. Part of this of this verse is really talking about how God's work and the work of Jesus is to appoint people, right, to be comforted, people to really be comforted in their heart, and as they mourn, right, to know that. God would give them beauty for their ashes, right? Beauty from ashes. Now, what does that even mean? Back in those times when people were mourning, right? When people were grieving, they would put a sackcloth on with ashes. They would like mourn. They would put on sackcloth and ashes to show that they were in a state of mourning. And so really what this verse is saying is that Jesus would give them, the mourners, beautiful garments, robes of righteousness, of salvation, that he would give them grace. And what he was going to give to them would be beautiful. It would not be fake. It would be real. It would be 
something that lasts, something durable. And that he would end up giving them the oil of joy. So there's a few different things here. And that's kind of where I'm going to go with this. I'm not going to go like super deep. If you want me to, we can like talk about this. But it really just shows you. Here's what I, how I want you to look at this. Okay, again, if you're not a believer, girl, I'm not here to shove my beliefs in your face. That's not my style, right? But at, at the same time, I want you to look at this from this perspective. That after mourning comes joy. So if you have been in a state of mourning for a long time, your time for joy is now. So you have to give yourself permission to stop mourning. Let it go. Now, when I say let it go, I don't mean get over it. Like, I don't like when people say just get over what happened. No, I mean, what if you let go of the mourning? That's my question. What if you let go of the mourning? Because here's what happens. Sometimes in our mourning, in our grief, in our pondering of what could have been, what should have been, we're in that place because we're comfortable. Because it's familiar to mourn. It's not familiar to be filled with joy. So after the morning comes something beautiful. So what if the thing that should have been, the thing that happened that really hurt you, what if there was something beautiful that came from it? What if instead of choosing to mourn, you chose to step out of that comfort zone of mourning, of pondering, of sitting in the pain, and you chose to look at the beauty of it. It's a question for you. I'm not here to make you feel bad or attack you. It is a question for you. And I know that it's hard. I know that it's hard when we go through painful things. Trust me, I know. If you've been reading my book, then you know that when I spoke out about my daughter's abuse, my father chose not to support me. And there's so much more to the story than what is in that book. And let me tell you, for a girl who always had her dad in her life, I never imagined that one day I'd wake up and my father would no longer be in my life. Hey, I'm being vulnerable today, okay? I'm not here to badmouth my dad. I'm not here to have you feel bad for me. No, I'm just being honest with you. I am speaking my truth. I could never relate to the girl that did not have a dad in her life. 
until now, until four years ago, until now. I've had to live my life without him. Birthdays, holidays. And you know what? I think about that. I think about how I could have stayed bitter. I could have stayed stuck. I think about that. How I could have, I was, let me just say, I was angry for a long time. I went through grief. Like it was, oh my God, it was bad. Okay. But instead of turning to toxic habits and patterns and thoughts, I chose to keep going. I chose to say, you know what? Regardless, I'm going to continue to look forward to better. I mourned. I sure did. But then there was joy. But after the mourning, there came beauty. Beauty out of ashes. Beauty from ashes, I should say. But I had to choose to no longer sit in my place of mourning where I was comfortable because it's comfortable to keep reliving the past. That's the truth. But it's tormenting and it's hurtful. So why did I want to share this with you today? I wanted to share this with you today, not just because it's Monday motivation, but because There's so much beauty in your life and there's so much beauty that God has for you. If you would just move from your place of mourning what was, what could have been, what happened, what wasn't, what isn't. I'm just saying, girl, because we make the choice. We have so much power that we get to choose. Do I stay in my place of bitterness? Do I stay in my place of mourning or do I move like the current? Do I flow? Do I keep going forward? That is my question to you that you have to ask yourself. Sometimes we have to get real with ourselves. And I know this episode's probably not easy, but let me just say, okay, there's so much for you if you would just move. There's so much for you if you would just not stay in that place that is so familiar. If you would not stay in the place of the toxicness, of the toxic habits, of the toxic patterns. And a lot of times we are still mourning past pain. We are still mourning what could have been. We are still mourning what someone did to us simply because it's familiar and comfortable. We don't know what it's like to be free from what hurts us. We don't know what it's like to feel a wound that's no longer there, to see it and be like, wow, I'm free. I don't feel it anymore. Why am I even sharing this with you? Because, girl, I know there's so much more for you. And it has nothing to do with religion. Hey, you want to have the God talk? You want to know about having a relationship with God? I'm down to have that conversation with you. Okay? But I'm not here to push my beliefs. 
I'm going to meet you where you are because I was that girl that didn't want to be preached at. Today, though, I really felt that this verse was important to share with you, was important to dive in into today. Because here's the thing, too. Oftentimes we're mourning and we won't move from that comfort of mourning because we don't know anything different. Because we don't, we don't see what's on the other side and you may not see what's on the other side. Like I said, that has, this has nothing to do with religion or any of that. I'm not a religious person. I'm just a girl that loves Jesus because why I was suicidal. There ain't no logical explanation that I have other than to say Jesus changed my life. I don't know how I'm feeling peace and loving my life. When all this stuff has happened to me, I don't know why I'm not suicidal anymore or depressed other than to say, hey, my logical explanation is that Jesus changed my life. That's my personal logical explanation. A lot of times we cannot possibly imagine that there is something on the other side of our pain. Hear me, please. So many times we stay stagnant. So many times we're not flowing. So many times we're not allowing God to move through us, to move in us, because we don't believe that there is something on the other side of the pain. But I want you to know that there is something on the other side of your pain. And when you get real, with the lies and you get real with the fact that it's time to stop mourning what was, what should have been the pain of the past, girl, your freedom's going to come. But guess who has to take that first step? You. Because I can't do it for you. Just like I wrote in my book, I can't rip off your band-aids. I don't want to do that. That's not on me. That's not my job. You got to do that for yourself. So, hey, listen, I know this was heavy. I know it was deep, but it had to be said. Because, girl, I say this, I mean it, I love you. I'm not here to sugarcoat. I'm not here to give you a feel-good message. I'm not here to entertain you. I'm really not. I'm here to speak truth. And part of us being empowered mujeres is learning to speak our truth and learning to speak from a place of truth. Because that's why we worry about what people think. We're not speaking our truth and we're not being true to who you are, to who we are, I should say. And when you're not being true to who you are, you're not ever going to be able to find the beauty. You will mourn with your ashes in a place of being stagnant and replaying what happened and saying, I should have, I could have, I would have, if only. We can't have that in our vocabulary because we only have one shot. That's it. You have one chance to leave your mark on this earth 
to leave a legacy for your kids. That's it. Just one. So I want you to know if there's anything you got out of today on the other side of your pain, there is something beautiful. And if you have not believed that, then it's time that you do. It's time to change the narrative. I've talked about that many times. What's the narrative you're telling yourself? Is it time to change it? Yeah, I think so. I think it is. So, hey, girl, I love you. I mean it. I love you. I do. Um, yeah, this was heavy. <laughs> this was heavy, but this this was what was on my heart to share. And I hope that as deep as it was, it also blessed you and encouraged you today on this Monday. So, hey, if you know anybody who is staying stuck, staying stagnant, sitting in a place of woundedness, of mourning the past, Share this episode with them because, girl, the only way we're going to heal, be empowered, pursue our dreams, accomplish them is together. We got to do it together. So you're not alone. I also want you to know next month, I this has been so heavy on my heart. It really has because I... It makes me sad to see so many women that are smart. They have so much potential. They have gifts and talents. And they're not flowing. They're not moving. They're not they're not at peace because of the past pain, the lies. So next month I am going to be having a six-week deep dive coaching mastermind. We're going to get real with the lies that we've been believing. We're going to reignite the dreams on your heart and reignite the fire that you once had for the life you imagined so that you no longer have to relive the past pain. You don't have to seek validation from toxic people, you can break free from toxic thoughts and give yourself permission to be who God created you to be. And you won't want to hide anymore. So the Beauty from Ashes Mastermind is happening next month. I will give you more info as I go. If you're ready to step into your next chapter and into the more God called you to, then that mastermind's for you. I'm only taking six six ladies, only six, because I really think it's important to have that focused, intimate coaching, attention, support, accountability. And I have two 50% off scholarships towards the full tuition of the Beauty for Matches six-week mastermind. So if you want it, claim it. You can DM me on Instagram at the Fearless Mujer Podcast. You can also send me a message. Go to fearlessmujer.com forward slash 
contact. And I will give you more details. But hey, I hope you have an amazing Monday. I hope you have an amazing week. Don't forget, if you're near Fort Worth, Texas, um, come hang out with me on Saturday. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. Hey, you might win a swag bag and it'll be pretty amazing. Come take selfies with your amigas. Come hang out. Have some cafecito. I have some pretty cool things in store. But God bless you. I love you. Have an amazing week. Hey, Mujer, before you go, did this episode help you in any way? I'd love to know what you thought about this episode so I know what content to keep creating for you. Do me a favor, tag me in your stories on IG at the Fearless Mujer Podcast and let me know how this episode helped you. And you know that the Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast, right? It's a sisterhood. Do me a favor, share this episode with your amigas, your primas, your tias, because something powerful happens when we lift each other up and together we're truly powerful. So tag me, tag your amigas, share the link with them. And if you found value in this podcast, leave me a review on Apple because that means so much. And by the way, want to take the conversation deeper? Come join the podcast community. Go to fearlessmujer.com, click on podcast community, and let's talk about this episode. God bless.